Welcome to the sermon podcast of Damascus Road Church. For more information about Damascus Road Church, go to damascusroadonline.com. And Christmas Eve is the peak of that anticipation. All things come to a head on Christmas Eve as we've been waiting all through December. From the, it's almost from the time like Halloween ends. And we're like, okay, now we can get to it. And so all through November, December, there's this like ramp up to Christmas. And Christmas Eve is the peak of anticipation. Both of the passages in Isaiah that we read today, in Isaiah 9 and in Isaiah 2, talk about being in the dark and wanting the light to shine. It's about waiting. It's about people waiting. And in the days before Jesus was born, the people were waiting. Luke opens his gospel in the waiting. He doesn't jump right to Jesus. After a short introduction, we're introduced to a man named Zechariah. Zechariah is a priest. He's married to Elizabeth. The Bible says she's barren. They wanted kids. And they weren't able to have them. And they were waiting in that time. And they thought the waiting time had ended and hadn't done anything. Zechariah is a faithful, faithful priest. And it's in this empty waiting that God does something incredible. We've been talking about covenant and kingdom through the month of December. And God hasn't forgotten his covenant. So the same God who had awakened the womb of Sarah so many years earlier and had made a covenant with Abraham was about to do something. So Zechariah is serving on a team of priests and the way that they decided who would go in and offer incense at the time of prayer was that they drew straws. Zechariah's straw is pulled and he's the one chosen to go in and burn the incense. And this incense was this kind of rising symbolic picture of our prayer and our praise rising up to God. And he goes in and instead of seeing the altar where he lights the incense, he sees next to the altar an angel. And Zechariah responds in the way that so many people in the Bible respond when they see an angel. How is that? fear, right? He's overcome with fear. And the angel, as is so often the refrain, meets him in that fear. And he says, do not be afraid. Your prayer has been heard. Zechariah has been praying to God to show up, to fill the emptiness. He's been waiting. And the angel says, your prayer has been heard. Do not be afraid. And the angel says, Elizabeth is going to become pregnant. And this baby, he says, will grow and will be filled with the Holy Spirit and he will turn people's hearts back to God and to each other. This baby will grow up and prepare the people for what God is going to do. Name him John. John means the Lord is gracious. The mercy of God is what his name means. And Zechariah doesn't believe him at first. And the angel gives him the gift of silence so that he won't miss what God is doing. He says, you won't be able to talk until the baby is born. I don't want you to miss it. Zechariah goes home. Elizabeth gets pregnant. And while she's pregnant, Mary comes to visit. Mary's pregnant with Jesus at the time, and they have a connection that they've never had before. 
because they know that God is doing something incredible. And I can only imagine the stories that they share as they talk about how the angels have showed up to each of them, have visited and have announced the births of their sons, John and Jesus. Mary goes home and Elizabeth gives birth. And everyone expected her to name or them to name the baby Zechariah after the baby's father. And Mary says, no, his name needs to be John. God gives grace. God is gracious. His name is John. And they're not, nobody is persuaded. And Zechariah, who still can't talk, grabs a writing tablet. And he says, his name is John. God is gracious. And immediately his speech comes back. The first thing that comes out of his mouth is worship. Zechariah praises, and Luke records this beautiful, beautiful prayer of Zechariah. We're going to read it this morning in Luke 1, 67 through 79. I want to read this together, if we can put this up on the screen. And John's father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant the oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sun shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. I love, I love what Zechariah prays. And I just want to go back. There's some verses packed into the middle of it that highlight what Zachariah is going through. And they, they just, for me, they produce this kind of worship response. When he says in verse 71, John, you're coming because God is doing something that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. John came to announce, like a horn, the arrival of Jesus. Jesus, whose name means God saves You have John meaning God is gracious. God gives grace. And Jesus meaning God saves. And John is announcing that. And then I love what Zechariah says, what he prays. He's announcing what? That God saves us. That God is showing mercy. The mercy that he promised so long ago. And he calls on the covenant. He calls on the covenant. That God is remembering his covenant. In the Bible... 
Remembering doesn't mean someone forgot. Remembering means someone is making true on his word. And so God hasn't forgotten his covenant and is like, oh, yeah, that thing. I better show up. God has remembered the whole way, and now he's fulfilling it. Now he's completely making it done. And he's sending his son to do it. The covenant relationship that God extends to us and the invitation to be citizens with responsibility in his kingdom. God is making good on his covenant. His covenant people, remember how we said that if you saw a covenant partner in trouble, it was your responsibility to go and help. And that's, what, that's exactly what God is doing. His people are in trouble and he's coming. God is coming to save. And what's the result? That we can serve God without fear. Now serve, serve in this context has the same tone as worship. They're connected. That we could worship God without fear. Christmas means we don't have to be afraid. God is with us. He protects us. He saves us. He loves us. And we were made to worship. And we worship without fear. We don't have to fear God. We don't have to fear enemies. Christmas means God is here. Instead of fear, Zechariah says, we're given holiness and righteousness. God gives those things to us. The light shines. Christmas is God working, not us working. Christmas is God working, making true his covenant. And we're given more just than the removal of fear. We're actually given more than just holiness and righteousness. I love what Galatians 4 says about what Christmas means. Galatians 4 verses 4 through 6 said, When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Daddy, Father. Christmas is the arrival of God's adoption of us. God doesn't just remove fear. He doesn't just give holiness and righteousness. He calls us his. He calls us his sons and daughters. You may feel forgotten this Christmas, but God has not forgotten you. God sees you. You may feel fear this Christmas, but over and over, the Christmas refrain from the angels is do not fear. God wants to drive the fear away from us. Christmas is all about the covenant. God extends relationship. We are sons and we are daughters. And as citizens in his kingdom, we become light bringers. We become fear stealers. Do not fear. Jesus has come. God is with us. Zechariah worshiped. And so will I. Today, I want us to join in that chorus of worship. So will I. Make that your declaration today. So will I. Zechariah worshiped. So will I. 
Joseph and Mary heard from the angels and they worship. So will I. The angels lit up the sky singing glory to God in the highest. So will I. The shepherds came and they saw Jesus and they left praising. So will I. All of creation sings God's glory. So will I. Some 30 years later, Thomas fell to his knees as he touched the scars in Jesus' hands, declaring, my Lord and my God, so will I. Make this your declaration this morning as we sing this next song. The worship team is going to come up right now. Make this your declaration. So will I. In this next song, that's what it's for. And then after this song, we're going to invite you up to communion. And we're going to do it a little bit different this morning. Instead of coming up and picking up a cracker and the juice all by yourself, we're going to have people up at the front who can serve and who can bless you. Come up and grab, uh, don't grab, come up, come up and receive the bread. And then you'll have a, a cup that you can dip that in and receive the blessing after this first song. Recognize the sacrifice that Jesus made because of love. We're going to have three stations, just uh, housekeeping here. Uh, One on my left, one on my right, and one right in the middle. The one right in the middle is gluten-free. So if, if you need that, come right here, okay? All are welcome to participate because all are welcomed to receive the gift of Christ. Let's worship.